so Kanye finally dropped on the obviously he listened to our podcast. Yep. And why else would you do it? Welcome to Boardroom Podcast, Episode 2. I'm your host, Jake, here with... Coyle, a.k.a. Collier. And our fill-in host for the week from the Gunner Tiger football team, Mr. Mason Peacock. Uh, glad to be here. Appreciate it. Mason is filling in for Jonah Ferg Ferguson this week. He is out due to contact tracing. We wish him the best and hope to see him later. This week, we will be talking about high school football we have some fan questions directly from instagram and twitter we're going to talk about fancy football our own teams and our thoughts we're going to talk about food everyone loves food and we're going to be talking about jerseys to end it off we'll be right back before we get started on our discussion of today's topics we have some apologies to be made to some very special people first i'd like to apologize to sterling brown for not being aware of what his name was last week when talking about Maverick free agency signing. I would like to apologize to J. Cole. We did not talk about his new album, The Off Season, or not new, but recent album, The Off Season. Um, amazing album, by the way, J. Cole. Um, I'm sorry we weren't able to get that discussed last week. We also have some shout-outs to be made. Our first shout-out is to our 50th Instagram follower, L. Whitaker. That was a huge milestone for us. Thank you for being a huge supporter of us. And I would like to thank everyone for 90 listeners on Spotify. We really appreciate all the support. You definitely blew our expectations out of the water, and we can't wait to get this new episode started. Thank you all. All right, boys, it's about that time. Let's talk about high school football. On Friday, August 27th, the Gunner Tigers defeated the Sunnyvale Raiders 43-7 to in a blowout victory. And we have... Two players who were part of that game here, so let's get their opinions on it. First, starting with our guest host, Mr. Mason Peacock. Uh, I we were told that this this team was going to be one of the best teams we played all season, so we just kind of went to that week with that that type of mindset, that type of preparation, and the scoreboard showed it itself. Yep, really did. Definitely a uh, exciting game for sure. Lots of great moments. Um, definitely started kicking off with that goal line stand on fourth down. Uh, Sunnyvale had, had the ball there on about the one or two yard line, and Gunner defense man going crazy put up a great fight on the goal line. So black Don't flag break, defense, baby. black flag defense. <laughs> I'd say that was that was probably my favorite moment of the whole game because I mean it's a goal it's a goal line stop was just incredible anyway. In their ninety seven yard drive for a touchdown, yep. Which I mean that's you love to see it. It shows how good our defense and our offense can be. Most people it's like oh our defense is really good but our offense kind of eh, or vice versa but. We're, we're killing it in both areas. So that's my favorite part of the game. What was y'all's favorite part of the game? I would have to go – I'd have to go with Cole's touchdown because we, we just kind of – we were slinging it all over the place. We were making them run, and then we just, uh, we just, threw, it, we just threw it to him, took off, ran down the sideline, and I, I, was, I was running with him, running with him, just yelling. We were celebrating. Oh, it was a great time. He's, he's just a beast. He's, he's I mean, a last year he had some of the greatest catches I've seen in high school football. Not to mention 11 interceptions. Led the nation in interceptions. Put him on an all-district team. Come on. He didn't even make an all-district defensive team. That's just sad. That is sad. 
Collier, what was your favorite moment? Uh, definitely Ivy's touchdown. I believe it was the first touchdown of the game. Um, uh, fingertips catch, like barely like holding on to it. Great hands by Ivy. Uh, totally a great all-round game by Ivy. Um, but what a great touchdown by him and Cannon ready to be there to celebrate with his teammate. That was awesome. Love to see it. Yeah, so. I love seeing the energy on the team. Like I, Most programs talk about being a family. You guys really embody that. Yeah, for sure. Like You guys are on and off the sideline. You guys are good friends. It's not just like in-game. Yep. Like Ivy and Cannon, Hutt and Cole. Like it's, it's, just, it's just crazy to watch. And uh, Mason was telling me about the jerseys, which, by the way, love the jerseys this year. Yes, what what yes, were you yes. saying about that? So – uh, we were we were watching. We were actually in a meeting, and Coach Fazell he pulled up a he pulled up a video of the 2016 state championship team, and they it was a highlight video of their first their their first game of their uh, 2016 season, and I believe they were playing Howe, who was pretty good back in the day, and um, they were wearing shout, shout out the Rosses. <laughs> yeah, yep. shout out the Rosses. They listening. Um, they they were wearing all blue in in that game and. And they went 16-0 and won the state championship. So I just thought it was kind of ironic that that the we were we were making a statement wearing those all blue jerseys with the with the big win versus Sunnyvale. Oh, yeah. Those sure. are yeah. very sweet. Uh, what is your favorite of your jerseys? Because you guys got all brand new jerseys. Oh yeah, the brand new Nike jerseys. I I just love the all black. It, I feel like when we when we wear those, we're like we're there to make a statement. That you really are. Those black jerseys are sweet. Collier, what's your favorite of those? Definitely the all-white, icy whites. I think it looks great. Um, definitely very flashy. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the blue helmets, it works perfectly. Those so, helmets are sweet. Yep. I mean, and it just gives you it just gives you some good options with it with those three jerseys because those are crazy. I mean, some teams are barely lucky enough to have two jerseys, but we right. throw in those black jerseys mm-hmm. every year. They always look sweet. Mason, you were saying you had some special cleats for those black jerseys. Oh yeah, I got me some. I got me some black Jordan ones to the black Jordan one cleats to wear with the when we bust out the all the black. So definitely looking forward to that. Those are going to be very sweet. I can't wait to see that. That's incredible. Also talking about shoes, the in, most of the coaching staff on the sideline had black Jordan one lows, which were very clean, which I thought was very sweet. What disappointed me was that the two hype men. Have the two most hype men on the sideline. Only one of them had the shoes. Be Coach Frost himself, Coach Mack, who is a—he's just a great hype man. Like I see him on the sideline, he's going crazy. Didn't have the shoes. Mm-hmm. All right. Kind of disappointed. Those are sweet. I mean, all the coaches had them. Uh, Applewhite had them, which Applewhite has—he's got subtle shoe game. Like you see him yeah. walk around the school, he he's got yeah. some sweet lows. Yep. He wanted us to play in Jordan ones for basketball. We were like, let's no, yeah. let's, not, let's not do that. Let's not do that one. That's funny. Uh, we're just talking about football, probably one of the most well-known names in Texas high school football, Dave Campbell. Mm-hmm. He's been doing this forever. You guys read it when it comes out every oh, year? Sir. Yep. This year's got some – he has some questionable rankings sometimes. I mean, you saw we beat we beat Sunnyvale big mm-hmm. time. Did you guys see what happened to Franklin? They barely won. Ooh, who'd they play again? I don't even know. That's how – they not even – the team isn't ranked. Franklin was ranked above us, the only team ranked above us. They only won by one touchdown, and it was like a last drive effort. Well, which I mean, come on, dude. But we have an edition of two th- of the 2009 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Colt McCoy cover, very sweet. But there's a special shout out in there for one of our Gunner players, who we are very aware of, who's one of our friends, Mr. Price Farrell. It says to watch out for him. We know he's listening at home. 
And I thought it'd be cool just to shout it out that we found his name in there. I spent 20 minutes looking for it in there, and we've actually found it. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah, but yeah. I'm ready to see what this season holds for you guys. Very excited. Definitely excited. It's, it's going to be a fun. great season. It's, a, it's very fun. Now, when we come back to you guys, we're going to be talking about some fan questions. All right, welcome back to Boardroom. We are going to be answering some fan questions. Our first coming from Mr. Gavin Hale. He wanted us to discuss the student section at the football game. And surprisingly enough, we have a representative from the student section, head of the Gunner Wall, Mr. Bennett Fady. Hi, guys. Uh, look, I'm surprised to be here myself. Uh, I was just down the road. I could just smell that there are some questions to be answered about the student section, so I came on down. Talk about all our student section needs. It's pretty important. All right, so what uh, what kind of motivated you guys to be so hyped this year? Because it's on a different level than it's been in the past. Because um, we just realized that we don't like the other teams at all, and we want to make them feel sad. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. Yeah. My, my, you, you guys were on a different level with your chants, too, this year. Like yes. your signs. You had a sign that said that Sunnyvale was built like their mom. Yeah, that I'm, was a good one. I'm not sure exactly who's to credit for that, but if I had to guess, it sounds like something Hayden Fox would say. That's so. probably, yeah. That was that was that was a good one. Uh, your biggest fan is the one who actually asked you, or is actually the one who asked about this question, Gavin Hale. Gavin, oh yeah, we want to see him play. He's I mean, your favorite player, right? Uh, I don't know that I could call him my favorite player. You know, I love everybody out there, but he's one of our favorites for sure. It's a great answer. And so, talking about student section, we just want to talk about more about football. We wanted to get some of your opinions too. There were a lot of really good celebrations. Oh, yeah, from that yes, game. Yes. And so I thought we'd kind of talk about some of our favorite celebrations. My personal favorite was it's almost halftime, and Hutt scores his touchdown, and he just turns right at the guy who's recording and just giant flex. He's shouting. He walks over. You guys start chanting, start the bus, and he's just egging you guys yep. on the entire time. Like, come on, let's do it. Without a doubt. Yeah. Let's do it. It's awesome. So, uh, Collier, what was your favorite? Definitely at the start of the game, um, Adam Reed made a great tackle. I think it was on the first offensive uh, drive by Sunnyvale. He just got up and flexed. That number 11 showing oh. looks so good. It so, so Adam, sweet. great defensive performance by Adam that game. So, uh, yeah, that was definitely awesome. He came over the sideline so hyped. We all, like, cheered him on and stuff. So it was great. It was awesome. Mason? I got to I got to go with Hutt and Ivy. There, uh, I think it was on Ivy's touchdown that, that he got that they were crowning each other. They like, oh. like Hut Hut went down and Ivy, Ivy did his hands like this. Well, I yeah, know y'all can't see it, but uh, he he put it on and he crowned him. And the I motion thought, of giving him a crown. Yeah, and crown. I just thought it was thought it was pretty awesome. Ben, did you Shout have any particular celebrations you liked? Uh, not necessarily by the players. But, you know, I'm a big student section guy, so I kind of see the celebrations mm -hmm. in the student section, and you know, everybody's getting into it. Everybody's celebrating. Uh, actually, I think I talked to Miss Woods. Actually, I talked to Olivia. And we're, we're thinking about getting these, uh, like, denim American flag pattern, like, jumpsuits for the guys. Oh, the students that, yeah, it's going to be heavy. You got nine. Gabe Wells is jealous right now. That's just I what mean, you guys are on. You know, I wasn't going to say the name, but <laughs> I guess so. He, he, he basically started the student section hype. Would you say that? Him and Jake Osborne. Yeah, those yeah, two went sure. crazy. I mean, I think it was uh, 2019 when we had that goal line stop. He just ripped his shirt off and ran onto the field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like it was over like a giant wall. Yeah. He just jumps out. He like, oh. did not care. At he didn't all. care. Yeah. It, and then I, I see a lot of Gabe Wells' energy in Bennett. It's like he passed it down to him. I think Gabe Wells has passed the torch. Yeah. Bennett. it's that cross country energy. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's what the it torch is. And I've poured more gasoline on it. Absolutely. That's exactly. what it is. Yeah. 
So I feel like Bennett will have some good responses to this question. This comes from Seth Schroeder, who is a listener. He wants to know, can I take an alligator in a fight? Could Jake, you take yes, an alligator? Yes, that is his. <laughs> that is his question. You know, that's so we're saying we're saying ten by ten room, no water. No, no water, water for the okay, alligator. Yes, but I'll tell you one thing. Jake has an advantage in that he can move side to side. Alligators, they they have a they have not a great turning radius. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, hypothetically, Jake can run around in circles, tire the alligator out. He could maybe jump on its back and like stab with drumsticks or something of that nature. Yeah. So I get a drumstick. Okay, if I get a drumstick and I can do that, then I'm taking oh, it. Oh yeah. I mean, we know Schaefer is just a. I mean, Mason had Mason I mean, had a completely different answer. I mean. I just don't. I don't trust you. I'm sorry. I don't trust in myself. A, in, an al, in an alligator fight, the uh, the coordination. Yeah, the, I, I've the been athletic, told the athletic ability. I've been told I had the coordination of a baby deer. <laughs> I agree with hey, it. Hey, Anyone I'm who's prob- seen me dribble down the court knows that's I'm, true. I'm, I'm probably at a at a at a middle aged deer. <laughs> You're a middle aged deer. Call call you got you got an answer for that? I mean, definitely it depends on like. Definitely depends on water for sure. Mm-hmm. If the alligator has water, alligator runs easy. So yeah, I'm done. but obviously we said uh, ten by ten. You said no water. Um, honestly, I got Jake because like it. De- well, it depends what you have in your hand too. Like I have a sword drumstick. or something. If I have a drumstick, so or if something. you have a drumstick, I, I'm gonna, honestly. I'm gonna just we, we, gotta clarify, we gotta clarify this. What does he have? A drumstick. drumstick. I'm going drumstick? to annoy him to death. I think you can poke it in the eye <laughs> with the drumstick. Honestly, or or if you have a drum set, you could just play it until he runs away. Yeah. I mean, I agree with Mason earlier. Like. I real realistically, I don't know that Jake has it. I don't think, but I, I have believe it. in him enough. Like, uh, yeah. I'm gonna be optimistic and say that Jake has this. If Jake is smart enough, I think, I think, I think he can do it. Yeah, I've Jake, confidence. if you have the coordination of baby deer, who's like age, I've five, seen an alligator eat a baby pro- deer whole. So I probably, I probably got about age, age seven. A, a baby deer is like <laughs> newborn. Yeah, you're a you're a five year old deer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and. Last question from a fan. Someone named Sam Newfeld or something. I have no you guys idea. Know who that is? No, not familiar. Go to Gunner. I don't even know. But she gave us a great question. I know Bennett's gonna have a good opinion on this. I've Should hats it. be allowed at school? Here I don't know go. if the people are ready to hear what I have to say. <laughs> we, we're ready. Go, go well, you know what? You know what? We'll let him go last. So my right, opinion: right, Yes, right. I'm a big hat guy. I love hats. I think yes, but I can see the reason why they're not. It's a it's it's good thought. I still think hats should be allowed. I I, I agree. I mean, just kind of echoing hats. what you said, like it is hard for you to find hats, though. Yeah, I mean, my size eight head. I mean, Gosh. it doesn't really it doesn't really bother me that much either way. Yeah, like I definitely agree. I think hats should definitely be allowed to be worn. If they were, I'd probably go out and buy a sombrero and wear that to school. <laughs> but uh, definitely, I mean, like if some people are wearing some uh, questionable things that are allowed. I think hats should definitely yeah. be allowed. Like like the guy at the at the pep rally on yeah, Friday. Yeah. Definitely I'm definitely going to touch on that subject. Let's uh so the que- the answer we've been waiting for, Mr. Bennett Fady's thoughts on hats. Okay. Well, I might not be as extreme as you guys would expect me to be, but I feel like the no hats rule was to prevent certain riffraff like, you know, maybe dog collars, uh, weird things you wear, like, you know, maybe even a occasional tail you see somebody wearing in our school. I feel like the whole hat thing was just kind of like part of preventing that kind of riffraff. And now that we're allowing, you know, dog collars, tails, bunny ears, whatever you're going to wear to school, I feel like, you know, there's no reason why students should be able to wear a hat. And uh, actually, I talked to the authorities about hats because, you know, I love to get in there, mix it up with them. We know. know. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Miss Stinton. Don't quote me on that. But she said it's kind of like it's also a respect thing, student to teacher. And uh, I mean – 
I want to say this as respectfully as possible. I just completely disagree. I mean, I feel like, you know, a hat is, if anything, it's a sign of respect because uh, you could be wearing a patriotic flat, patriotic hat that has like an American flag on it, mm-hmm. which obviously I love that. I feel like that's nothing but respect to your teachers. Of course it is. Absolutely. That was a great answer. That was a great segment. Thank you, Bennett, for being on this segment where we answer fan questions. We'll be right back to talk about fancy football. Welcome back to Boardroom. Let's talk fancy football. Obviously, the three of us are on, or we're in fancy football leagues. We like doing fancy football. We've been doing it, I mean, I've been doing it since like sixth grade. How long have y'all been doing fancy football? Mm. I just joined about maybe uh, for about a year only. I think I've, last year was my first year doing mm-hmm. it. So, me as well. I started. I started my freshman year, so last year. Okay, I played in like sixth grade, like family leagues. I don't know why. I just yeah. did really good <laughs> with those. Like I got like second place and actually made some money and stuff. But what I want to talk about most times, you just talk about fantasy football, who you think is going to do good, your teams, and all that. I want to talk about who is y'all's rookie pick for the biggest fantasy team impact. Hmm. I'm gonna say Kyle Pitts right off the bat. That that's that's my pick. Beast. He is that's just he's just a giant dude for a tight end, and he's quick. And he's got good hands. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is another shout for yeah. sure. I'm gonna say Najee Harris. Uh, mm. Definitely going to a system that is a heavy run offense a lot. I mean, they have great weapons on the outside, but definitely true to heart, I think they're a running team. Najee Harris definitely is gonna complement mm-hmm. that a lot. Um, so. Najee Harris, I think, is going to be the best fantasy player for next year. I have him on my roster. Um, the so best I can't rookie? Wait. The best rookie player, I do. I okay, really I was about to say. I mean, we know, we all know Christian McCaffrey. When yes. he's healthy, he is a he's unstoppable. Yeah, that's what I yeah. meant. Is definitely the best rookie running back. Uh, so I'm excited to see him. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jamar Chase. I like Ooh. I like him. I liked him at LSU. I know he opted out last year, but. Him, him with Joe Burrow, and he's back with Joe Burrow this oh, year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know their their O line has been struggling, but that that Joe Burrow Jamar Chase connection is going to yeah. be it's going to be pretty legit this year. Yeah, the way a lot of people think of fantasy football is like, oh, I'm picking these good players. You got to think about the whole team because like mm-hmm. you could have like a five star quarterback, awful offensive line. It's not gonna it's not gonna help out that much. Um, I do agree with what Collier said about Najee Harris. How I think he's going to thrive on the Steelers. That's a oh, yeah. I and mean, they you've seen so many good running backs go through there. Uh, Le'Veon pick. Bell. Uh, I'm trying. Who's their running back this Dr- past year? Uh, uh, James Conner. James, James Conner. Yeah, he's a he's yeah, a Jerome beast. Bettis back in the day. Oh yeah, Jerome man, Bettis, yeah. they're just that was the that was the fullback days. Did you guys ever watch that Peyton Manning documentary? Or yeah. well, he did the episode and then he went. It was like the hundred year anniversary of the NFL. And he went through the history of stuff, and he went through how, like, fullbacks have slowly died off. Yeah, they're dying now. How, like, some of the best players ever were fullbacks, but it doesn't matter anymore because no one uses a fullback. And just a little disclaimer for the audience at home. We're all in four-person fantasy leagues, so our teams are absolutely yeah. stacked yeah. for no reason. Like, I have – I mean, I've got, I've got Christian McCaffrey along with, like, I have Z, Christian McCaffrey. I think I got Saquon at one point. Uh, Stephon Diggs. Like, mm-hmm. all the teams, all the players that everyone hopes is their one guy. Like, here's my team. Let's just run through our teams. I think that'd be fun. All right. Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke, Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, Kyle Pitts, Bucks defense, Justin Tucker. Nice. So, I'd say arguably I have, like, the best defense and the best kicker yeah. that you could get in the league. In my league with you and a couple of other people, I 
I have Aaron Rodgers, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, George Kittle, James Robinson with Travis Etienne was out, so I picked him up. The Rams defense and Young Hoku. Mm. The best kicker in the league. He's, he's, he's a shout so. for a kicker. <laughs> he's, the, he's the best. He's the kicker with the best social media. For like, sure, yeah. Uh, no, facts, facts, facts. Yeah, just like presence. Mm-hmm. Like whenever someone like stole like someone stole his shoes or something, and he like he like tweeted about it, and then he just has a video of him doing like his whole workout barefoot. Yep, it's just funny. Um, so I am in a league with Mason and a couple of other people, different league than than that yeah. one. Um, I have Dak Prescott at quarterback, Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, who I'm definitely excited Ooh. for, Tyreek Hill, Calvin Ridley, who's getting like his first full start as like wide receiver one this year, Logan Thomas at tight end. Aaron Jones at flex, Rams defense and special teams, and Jason Sanders, I believe. Yes, Jason Sanders yeah. at kicker. Calvin Ridley, I don't know what it is with Mason and Calvin Ridley, but I remember last year he just kept – we had a group chat. He kept texting somebody wanting Calvin Ridley like oh, super yeah. bad. Right. Yeah. He got him like halfway through the year. It was, oh, don't it was worry. Hilarious. He's already tried to trade me for Calvin Ridley already yeah. once. All right, so. what's, what's y'all's fantasy team name? I, I like mine. I like mine a lot. Mine is uh, your mom's favorite team. Oh. <laughs> Mine's pretty lame, but it's just CD and then an equal sign and then goat because CD uh, Lamb is the goat. By the way, the Cowboys suck. But, I'm a Cowboys know, fan, but we're bad. We are bad, but you know, CD Lamb is still yeah, the goat. CD Lamb's good. I mean, mine's Team Bucket because uh, of his head. Yeah, we we talked about his head earlier. Pretty self-explanatory. Talked about his head earlier, but yeah, CD Lamb is good. He's the I mean, he's the next 88. Yeah, that, sure. that number's been worn by some legends. Yeah, definitely a legacy to carry on for sure. Dez, uh, Drew Pearson, and back uh, in the Michael day. Irvin. Michael yep. Irvin. It's just legends wear 88 for the Cowboys. Yeah, so we'll see how his career turns out. He's young and really exciting. To he's, watch, he's, so. he's getting good training, uh, being like an understudy to Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Like Amari Cooper's showing him his juke moves and everything. Yeah, yeah. Which he's just Instagram. amazing. Yeah, that was, I watched that video. That was cool. It's fun. I love talking about fantasy football because yeah, everyone has too. different opinions mm-hmm. on things. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk fantasy scares. Like, like. Uh, I I know why you're talking about this. <laughs> like, cause I had I had J.K. Dobbins this year, and I, I was I was really looking forward to see what he could do, and he ended up tearing his ACL, and he's out for the season. So, I had to. I had to scramble for a running back there. So Which in a four-person league is not difficult. Because yeah. you it's only cause not 12, 12 running backs are gone. But, yeah. I mean, still. Yeah, no, he, he gets the alert on his phone that J.K. Dobbins is out. And he's he's just so mad. And the Wi-Fi is bad. He's going to try and change his uh, roster, and he can't do anything. He was so mad. I was so mad. Biggest fantasy scare I had is, well, not really a scare, just something that really made me upset was I put in – I put in some tight end near the end of the season last year, trying to make like a last stand to win. And then for three straight games, he got zero points. He was Mark Andrews oh, on yeah. the Ravens. They were struggling. They, they were struggling. struggled so bad, and he did so bad for me. And I hated that. Yeah. There's always one player every year that just sucks for me. Yeah. Uh, definitely mine is definitely – it's this year, actually. It hasn't started yet, but it's Dak Prescott, obviously coming oh, off a yeah. gruesome injury. Uh, he's he's labeled as questionable right now. I think he's going to be able to start week one, but I'm just really honestly kind of scared about like how he's going to be able to perform. He used to be like a great runner, tough like mm-hmm. tough runner honestly, but uh, he's pro- I see him probably sliding a lot more. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of worried to see how he's going to perform. I think he's going to do fine, mm-hmm. but I'm a little bit scared. I mean, we saw today Cowboys play the Jaguars, lost horribly, and we ended up playing Garrett Gilbert and Ben DiNucci. Did Dak Prescott end up playing? He did not play. Trevor Lawrence went 139 yards, two touchdowns, but he did not play the second half. Interesting. 
He only played the first I half. I would have liked to see Dak Prescott play. I've I've seen on Instagram that he is 100% ready, no pitch count. He's ready to play. Yeah. So I would have liked to see him yeah. get I'm ready a to see him get back in. Rhythm before they play the defending champs. Yeah. Week 1 September 9th. Playing the Bucks is going to be difficult. E- it's an easy pick for fantasy for oh, yeah. fantasy players. Started Mike Evans and I'm thinking about Tom Brady Not too. Not good for a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Um so I have a question. It's a little bit related to Mason, but like more uh, in depth. What are your thoughts whenever a star player gets injured? Like, what what are you? What are your first instinct to go to? Is it to trade? Try to look into free agency? Try to like? What are your thoughts more in depth of when a, like your favorite player, or star player, gets hurt? Mine. I actually had I actually had Saquon Barkley last year when he had tore his ACL. I had him too. So my my uh, my first reaction is to trade because I know I know there there are decent running backs on the market, but they're just not. There's not to the level that that Saquon would would be able to produce when healthy. So I would say definitely the trade for me yeah. is where I would go. Yeah, I I liked I would go for the trade often, but I also so say it's like my quarterback. The way I think about it is so I always have a backup quarterback, even if that quarterback gets hurt, mm-hmm. just immediately he's cut and I'm getting a new one. And I always plan it to where I never have the same bye week for my quarterbacks. I mean that's just like basic knowledge, but that's what I do. Yeah. And so if I'm going to trade, I'm, like, doing – that's the only time I go, like, full-on research mode, trying to figure out, like, when their bye week is, what their schedule is looking like, and then finding a replacement. Yeah. I'm more of a free agency guy when it comes to that that's kind of it. stuff. Yeah. So definitely, uh, for example, uh, last year um, I had Lamar Jackson whenever I drafted him. He was the – and this isn't in an injury, but um, he was the reigning MVP. He mm-hmm. was a pretty obvious pick in a round – like a round one pick. Oh, right. Um, so I picked up Lamar Jackson. Um so, he did not perform the way I wanted him to. He still played great. I think he finished off as QB ten um, last Ish. season. Mm-hmm. So, but I was definitely like expecting more of a top five quarterback performance in fantasy. But I looked directly to my bench. Dak Prescott was playing amazingly. Mm-hmm. So definitely look at the resources you have. Um, and, and if Dak wasn't playing great, which he was, um, until he got hurt with that terrible injury. Um, I was so watching that. I that had was to. So sad. I traded away Lamar Jackson, got some good value for him, and I believe. Um, I had I was able to trade for Kyler Murray, so definitely mm, looking to. I'm yeah. a definitely aggressive trader, for sure. So that's solid. Trade away Lamar Jackson, pick up the, like the another great uh, running quarterback in mm-hmm. uh, Kyler Murray, and he was able to help me out a lot for sure. He ended so, up yeah. trading me the 2,000 yard rusher. Last definitely, year. yeah, Derrick Henry to that one. Definitely it was hurt. it was Ooh. more of a need trade. I didn't want to trade him at all, Derrick Henry. I needed him, but I ended up winning the fantasy league anyways, so it doesn't matter. But <sighs> freaking Alvin Kamara six touchdowns. <sighs> I had I had him too. Okay, so we are going to take a short break, get right back to you to talk about food. Welcome back. We are going to talk about food, and I believe Mason has our first question. All right, guys, what is y'all's go-to gas station stop? Like, if you're if you're stopping, let's say, a chip, a, a candy, and a soda drink or whatever. I'm, I'm going to have to go sweet tea for the drink. Okay. Sweet tea. Are we talking, either are we talking Gold Peak? It it could be a Gold Peak or it will be Arizona or Peace Tea. Okay, those are those are both just Peace those are both great so options. Good. The thing is, Peace Teas are sweeter than Arizona Teas. Arizona has twice as much sugar. P- but Peace Teas, Peace Teas in a can, so you well, can. Arizona gotta, can be in a can too. I know, but a can for a road trip, a can. Oh is like, yeah, can that's is a good point. Yeah, it's definitely true. If it's that, then I'm going the big Arizona sweet tea yeah. bottles. Uh, candy, Sour Patch watermelons. I had them one time, like forever ago, and that's just something I go to every single time. Chip, pretzels. 
I love I nice. love pretzels. They're solid. This is weird, but this is something I do. I think it's weird. Every time I finish a bag of pretzels, there's like the salt buildup at the bottom. Yeah. I just like dump the bag and I just eat it. Oh. It's weird. I like, I just like salt. It's, it's why it's, yeah. I, I just, I, I can't like, do that. I just like salt. Um, um, I'm going to have to go uh, for a drink. I'm probably going to go Sprite. I think Sprite's super refreshing and a road trip for sure. Definitely. I think it's my favorite soda, but I think it's just 10 times better in like the, in the car. Um, for candy, I'm gonna go M and M's. They have that hard Smack. outer shell, so they don't get uh, so chocolate everywhere. Whenever if it's like hot, like with the sun coming in, it doesn't get <laughs> chocolate everywhere. But uh, for the opposite of kind of messy, I mean of not messy, I'm gonna go um, the Chester's hot fries. Definitely the Ooh. the only downside is it gets all over your fingers, and then you like probably gets all over the car, or whatever. Get some napkins, but they're super good in the for a road trip for sure. Yeah. Very good. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with my my age old drink. I've I've loved it. Uh, some cherry coke that Ooh. that's my that's my go-to and for for candy i'm gonna have to agree with jake on this one sour patch watermelon they, they the they're way. so good i mean just my my favorite and for chips i have a, I have a pretty interesting one i have uh sour cream and onion lays those are those are uh those are kind of plain but they're they're pretty good those are very good those i agree really with good that chips for sure those are very good and on to our the last food question we have. So this is the this is the scenario. Ten o'clock at night. You haven't eaten since lunch. You're starving. You're on a road trip. You turn, and you just see every fast food place you could ever imagine all lined up, and they all have every menu item they've ever had. Where are you going? What are you getting? As long as it's not seafood, I'm taking the first one because I'm freaking hungry. <laughs> just no, any kidding. of them? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, personally, for me, I think Whataburger is just the go-to. I think you just have to say Whataburger there. I think it's the best option available. So, you know, 10 o'clock at night, you said, driving in, I want to go to Whataburger. There's tons of different menu options. So, What are you going to get? Um, that's a difficult difficult question. If I'm really hungry, I'm going to go with the patty melt. That's my favorite menu on the it's item. So like, good. But, patty melt's um, good. I don't, um, I don't really know. I think I just have to go with the patty melt, honestly. Do you like you a shake? Mm. I'm more of just a drink guy. Their Dr. I feel like Pepper shake is something. I feel like I like the Dr. Pepper shake, but I feel like just more of like a refreshing like Sprite or mm-hmm. just Dr. Pepper uh, to wash down the fries and the right, patty yeah. awesome. So I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with Chick Fil A. If you say if you say all of them, I mean I know they're they, they're closed or whatever on Sundays, but yeah. if you say all of the ch- all the fast food restaurants yeah, in the world, I'm gonna right. go with I'm gonna go with a 12 piece nugget. And a deluxe chicken sandwich and some waffle fries, and get me a Powerade as well. That that's that's my go-to. L- little sure. side question with this: If Chick Fil A offered spicy nuggets, would you get them? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I'd get them every time. Absolutely. Every time. Yep. Every time. What's your favorite sauce from Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A sauce. Chick Fil A sauce. It's just a classic. You got to. That's, you that's the got only. You have to. It's good. That's the only answer. The Chick Fil A sauce scared me. Uh, the Chick Fil A sauce shortage scared me more than the toilet paper shortage. Mm-hmm. All right, and for my answer for this, I'm gonna agree with Coyle Whataburger, but I'm gonna go honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich. Ooh, okay, really good. Large fries. Yep. Dr Pepper shake. Nice. Delicious. It's just solid. It's a great night snack. And transitioning into our next segment, we're going to talk about jerseys. Final segment. This is just gonna be kind of a debate. We're gonna talk about our favorite jerseys. I have pulled up here what uh, Sports Illustrated thought was the 30. Best NBA jerseys of all time. We're only gonna look at top ten and debate those because some of these, in my opinion, aren't very good. So number ten is 
the current Philadelphia 76ers jersey. Hmm. I think they're just kind of plain. I, I don't, disagree. I don't agree. They're they top don't, 10 they all don't, time. No way. They if anything, number 11 is top. Is number 10. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Sonics, yeah. Sonics classic those jerseys. Are, I mean, those definitely yeah. should be switched, in my opinion. Hornets jerseys, those are very sweet. Agreed, 98, sure. 2001, pinstripes. Definitely top Charlotte 10, jerseys. Yeah. Sure. So good. Raptors. This is Raptors jersey. number one. In my opinion, that's number one, or the Raptors jersey yeah. that Vince Carter won his dunk contest in. Purple oh, on the front, black yeah. on the this, back. This is way too low. Number eight is that's yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. Number seven, Magic oh, White. This is my pinstripes. this is my number one. Top five. For I sure. know you, you have the this Shaq jersey. My, I do. I've got the Penny Hardaway. I do. I have the Shaq jersey on that one. Warriors uh, present. No, uh, I'd go. I'd go to about a rid, mid tier, maybe yeah. fifteen. Maybe like I that. could see maybe top twenty, but no, definitely top not 20. even top ten. No, yeah. no. At six yeah. alone, there's no way it should be six. It should not be number six. No chance. Number five, every Portland Trailblazers jersey. They're I don't agree with that. I don't. I like the red ones, but I still don't see it at five all time. Number no. five all time. No, no, not a chance. No way. Then. Number four, the Nuggets. Oh, definitely Those are the five. Skyline jersey. Those, Those are, are sweet. Definitely I top think, five. I think number dis- four is good. I'm going to have to disagree with that. I'd go around, I'd go around 10. Oh, I'd, go around I can 10. See, I'd say I can top see five. I think sure. I'd switch them in the Sonics. I'd probably say like at five, probably. I'd put the Sonics in number four. That's Sonics jersey. Yeah, okay. Sweet. Okay. Boston Celtics, all time. I, I like their jerseys. The green. I like, I like green. A, definitely an iconic look. For it's sure. an iconic they're, jersey. They're, they're iconic. I agree, but green is. I I just can't do it. Green. I don't. I don't. I don't like the. Color I did green. like their city edition jerseys this year. Oh, just, it was clean. super yeah, classic. Yep, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Number two is the Bulls jerseys from yes. '85 to I now. I agree with it. Yes. I they're, like them. Their city editions like this yeah. year were sweet. They are nice. uh, definitely plain, but like mm-hmm. they, it, it just completes. What you want in a jersey, really? I don't it's a know great if I jersey. can go number two. Definitely not two, definitely but I think five. Top, definitely top, five. top five. Yeah, I don't agree with the top I one. Agree I don't agree fans, with it. It's the gold Lakers jerseys from '78 to '99. Number one, uh, not number one. I say I top know. ten. I love these jerseys. Not I top ten. Like not not one. I think it because it's a classic is the only reason yeah. they're saying that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we're missing a lot of them too. A lot I, of out of the top ten. I'd just like to point this out to the audience. Our guest from earlier, Mr. Bennett Fady, has just walked over to my house and stolen food from my pantry. I just like to point that out. It's not relevant to the subject. I just have to point it out. Good old Bennett. Good old Bennett. He's just been listening. Uh, I guess he got hungry. What are some of y'all's uh, jerseys that you think should be on in the top ten that weren't in the top ten? Do y'all have any? Oh, those Suns ones are sweet. Old old school Suns. 92 to 2000, those are a sweet yes. jersey. For me, it's uh, the old school heat jerseys. Um, I'd, go, I'd go every heat jersey that's ever existed. Oh, yeah. The oh, yeah. Heat, so I, don't li- I don't like the heat, though, but I love their jerseys. Miami Vice and the old school with, like, Alonzo Mourning, uh, mm-hmm. number 33, those jerseys are sweet, but Miami Vice also loves What's the creativity. What's your favorite version of the Miami Vice? What's e- your favorite version? I mean, you have all of them. So The yeah. white, the blue, or the black? Uh, I got to go the blue. I think it definitely is more of a – it's a more of an underrated opinion. What are your opinions on – Last year's, like the uh, was blue and pink ones. Blue pink. I love the blue ones. Pink, not as much of a fan. The pink's my least favorite. No, but it was the, the blue. It was the blue pink. Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. The like where it was like the cotton mm-hmm. candy. Um, I was yeah, indifferent. I, love, on I those. liked the I like the idea of it, but I don't think they really made it that great as I think they were thinking. One more, one more on the Miami. What What are your opinions on them dropping the the Miami Vice, or and do you think they'll ever bring them back? I think, um. To be honest, I love the jerseys. Obviously, I think it it was time for them to move on. 
because I mean, obviously, you see last year they're trying to make him ag- again, and it wasn't as good. So I think it was time to end end of an era for sure. But I think we could see him revisit them in in future years. They did ruin this year's city mm-hmm. jerseys, like their red ones, their red, their stupid red ones they came out with. Yeah, I think that was a good discussion on jerseys. I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah. This has been Boardroom Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, or Google Podcasts. We'll see you next week or whenever we get bored.